With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I want your stupid love, love. It might be too soon to say I love you. <laughs> What's up, guys? It's Jordan Rowling, host and producer of Billboard News. And Gary Trouse, Billboard Senior Director of Charts. And you're listening to This Week in Billboard News. On this episode, we talk how coronavirus is impacting the industry. Megan Thee Stallion pushes on despite legal drama. Katy Perry is pregnant. Harry Styles talks Taylor Swift and being robbed. Drake drops two new tracks. 50 Cent wants to continue Pop Smoke's legacy. J-Lo gets personal with Oprah. And we've got all things charts, including lots of BTS. Let's dive on in. As the coronavirus continues to spread globally, previously scheduled shows and events continue to be postponed or canceled. Artists including Mariah Carey, Maluma, Avril Lavigne, BTS, and more have either rescheduled concerts or canceled them altogether. This month's Ultra Music Festival in Miami, which was supposed to happen March 20th to the 22nd, and which draws attendees from more than 100 countries, was canceled for the first time in the festival's 21 years. Also on Tuesday, Ultra canceled its Abu Dhabi Festival that was set to take place Thursday and Friday this week in the United Arab Emirates. As of this recording, South by Southwest is currently scheduled to take place as planned March 13th through the 22nd in Austin, Texas. But major technology and entertainment companies are backing out on their own amid concerns about the spread of the disease. Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, Apple, Netflix, Amazon Studios, and Getty Images all made similar announcements that their companies and employees will not be participating. And despite a change.org petition calling for the cancellation of the annual film, music, and technology festival, which had nearly 50,000 signatures as of Thursday afternoon, organizers say they're, quote, working closely on a daily basis with local, state, and federal agencies to plan for a safe event. All of this has everyone wondering about the big one, Coachella. We're joined now by Dave Brooks, Billboard's Senior Director of Touring and Live Entertainment. What's up, Dave? Hey, how's it going? Thanks for having me. Thanks for joining us. So, Dave, as I'm sure you know, since you're out in Los Angeles, on Wednesday, L.A. County declared a state of emergency over the coronavirus. Then California Governor Gavin Newsom declared a statewide emergency after the state's first fatality from the new disease. So what are your thoughts? Do you think organizers of Coachella are likely to cancel and follow suit like Ultra? Or do you think they're going to hold out like South by Southwest? Yeah, at this point, I think they would hold out. Like, why why wouldn't you, you know, give it some more time to see you know, how the situation develops. You know, obviously the, the declaration of a state of emergency, you know, is a serious thing, but that, you know, that type of declaration is really kind of preparatory in nature and it allows, um, you know, the county and the state to, you know, ask for more resources and kind of and get and get more help. I think the, the Coachella guys will do the best they can to wait a little bit longer 
to make their decision, you know, obviously hope that, you know, kind of the, the, the fear and, you know, some would say hysteria dies down and um, maybe kind of reevaluate it, you know, in a week or two. Right. It's just interesting because in Florida, there's three confirmed cases as of this recording. And it looks like in Los Angeles, as of this recording, the virus has now been reported in 12 counties. And Governor Newsom said the state has 53 cases. So, you know, bigger numbers than Florida. But as you're saying, why jump and follow suit and follow the hysteria? Right, exactly. You know, and, and it's, the way these festival contracts are set up, the organizers are, are, are not incentivized to, you know, preemptively cancel. There's a pretty good case to be made that unless the, the, the festival is like shut down by uh, the government, unless a permit is pulled or a local health official, you know, intervenes, that these festivals could be on the hook to pay the artists, you know, whether they perform or not. There, there's very specific language about how these things are canceled and, and just kind of being worried about something like coronavirus isn't good enough. I mean, I think in Coachella's case and a lot of other cases, they would have to be a kind of government intervention. Dave, have you ever seen anything like this before in covering the live music business? Because there have been other widespread health concerns in recent years. How does this compare? Well, you know, we've obviously had flu epidemics in the past, and I, you know, I would say not a perfect comparison, but. You know, t- terrorism incidents, whether it was the Bataclan in France or horrible tragedy at Route 91 in Vegas. I mean, there there has definitely been incidents where you know, people question the safety of, kind of mass mass gatherings. I mean, obviously, um, you know, coronavirus is kind of, it's a new dimension because it's this global pandemic that kind of seems to be worsening. Nobody kind of knows what is going to happen next. But I would say that. You know, the live music industry and, you know, like, you know, has, has been through challenges before and there's nothing to indicate that people don't want to go to concerts and don't want to hear live music. Um, it's just kind of this, this certain, you know, it's this, this situation we're in right now with this virus that we don't know a lot about and just fear about what could happen. So hopefully, yes, it's unprecedented in some ways, but, you know, I think most people are hoping that we can get through this and, you know, sooner rather than later. Well, Dave, thanks so much for joining us. Thank you. Anytime. Just to put it into perspective, according to the World Health Organization, since the outbreak of corona at the end of 2019, more than 80,000 people have contracted the disease, resulting in more than 2,700 deaths. And according to a continually updated New York Times database, as of Thursday morning, at least 160 patients with the illness had been treated in 17 U.S. states. In China alone, per the China Association of Performing Arts, more than 20,000 music events between January in March have been canceled or postponed in the country in Hong Kong, costing 2 billion yen or $286 million in ticketing and box office losses. With the virus now reaching more than 40 countries, Billboard has put together an ongoing list of major concerts and events that have been postponed or canceled. You can check that out at Billboard.com. Well, if music has any healing powers, let's hope Lady Gaga's new song does the trick. A new video making the rounds on social media shows a very serious council meeting in Italy on coronavirus, finding a lighthearted moment, all thanks to Stupid Love by Gaga. Take a listen. After spotting the clip on Twitter, Gaga herself gave it a retweet, writing... 
and this is why I make music. Yeah, Italy is one of the worst hit territories outside of China with over 2,000 confirmed coronavirus cases. And coincidentally, Gaga herself has a particularly strong connection with the European country as both of her parents have Italian ancestry. As for Gaga's new song, Chardwise, it debuts on Billboard's Pop Songs and Adult Pop Songs charts this week, just for its first three days of radio airplay. And next week, it should make a noticeable splash when it enters the Billboard Hot 100 after its first full tracking week. Stupid Love is the first track lifted from the pop superstar's forthcoming sixth studio album, Chromatica, dropping April 10th, which Gaga announced a six-city tour in support of, kicking off July 24th in Paris. To see where she is headed, go to Billboard.com. It's really just like a greedy game. Amid her current legal battle with record label 1501 Certified Entertainment to release new music, Megan Thee Stallion drops her album Suga as planned. In case you don't already know, on Sunday during an Instagram Live, the rapper accused 1501 of blocking her from releasing her forthcoming project because she asked to renegotiate her contract, a deal she says she didn't fully understand when she signed. When I signed, I didn't really know what was in my contract. Meg explained that after she signed a management deal with Rock Nation at the end of 2019, they brought certain details to her attention about the initial deal she signed with 1501. They was like, do you know that this is in your contract? And I was like, oh, damn, that's crazy. No, I didn't know. She then went on to clarify that she wasn't mad at 1501 and in the beginning thought everything was all cool. But that apparently changed when she asked to renegotiate. Soon as I said, I want to renegotiate my contract, everything went left. Despite all the drama, on Wednesday, Meg posted her vibrant album artwork with a Read My Lips message on social media alongside the nine-song track list featuring previous single B-I-T-C-H and collaborations with Kehlani and Gunna. So, Jordan, as you mentioned, the news of new music comes after a Texas federal judge granted the rapper, real name Megan Pete, a temporary restraining order Monday against her record label. 1501 Certified Entertainment instructed the distributor of her records, quote, not to release or distribute any of her new music. Right. So the judge ordered 1501 to do nothing to prevent the release, distribution and sale of Meg's new records. The judge also ordered the label to refrain from threatening or retaliating on social media. So in court papers, the Houston alleges that ever since she signed that management deal with Rock Nation, she's been attacked and threatened on social media at the hands of 1501 CEO Carl Crawford and others associated with the label. Elsewhere in the suit, Megan and her lawyers detailed the quote unconscionable nature of her contract, saying that despite the fact that she has more than 1 billion on-demand U.S. streams and has sold nearly 40,000 song downloads in the U.S., earning an estimated $7 million in revenue, she's only been paid $15,000 by the label. Her filing points to key contract points that demonstrate that her contract is not on par with industry standards and accuses 1501 of fraudulently representing itself as a full-service operation and taking advantage of her when she was young and naive. Per the deal, 1501 gets 60% of her recording income with payment to third parties paid out of Meg's 40% interest, 30% of her touring money, and 30% of all her merchandise. In light of all these business practices, Meg is asking for a judge to declare the contract void. But of course, we need to hear from the other side. In an interview with Billboard on Tuesday, 1501 CEO Carl Crawford denied the claim that he and his company tried to prevent Meg from coming out with new music. It's a whole lie, he said. Nothing is true that she said. Me being greedy and taking money from her, that's crazy. I never tried to take nothing from her. The only thing we ever did was give, give, give. Yeah, it'll be really interesting to see how this ultimately all plays out. A hearing on whether to extend or terminate the restraining order is set for March 13th. But in the meantime, for a full breakdown of Meg's lawsuit against 1501, head to Billboard.com. So never 
Katy Perry revealed a baby bump in the video for her new song, Never Worn White. In an Instagram post following the clip's arrival Thursday morning at midnight Eastern time, Perry wrote, quote, let's just say it's going to be a jam-packed summer. On Twitter, she also shared, OMG, so glad I don't have to suck it in anymore. I feel that. This will be Perry's first child with fiancé Orlando Bloom, who has a nine-year-old son, Flynn, with his ex-wife, Miranda Kerr. In the video, Perry sings, I've never worn white, but I want to get it right. Yeah, I really want to try it with you. Hinting at a potential marriage with Bloom in the future. The song follows recent Katie singles, including Never Really Over, which hit number 15 on the Hot 100. To see the full video and more, head to Billboard.com. And ultimately, using Taylor as an example, she's a great songwriter. So I wish some woman who slept with me would write a song about it. <laughs> Not one woman I ever have been with. In a new interview with Howard Stern on Sirius XM, Harry Styles finally answers the question that we wanted answered for years. What does he think about the songs that Taylor Swift wrote about him? I think about what it means to me to write a song about somebody else and for someone else to do that. Uh, I think it's like a, you know, it's like flattering. Even if the song isn't that flattering, you've still spent time on it. Harry also opened up about being robbed at knife point on Valentine's Day, joking, that's what I get for being single these days. He's like, what have you got on you? And I'm like, I don't have anything. You know, they say stop looking around and that kind of thing. Mm. So I said, I've got some cash. So I pull out some cash. He takes it from me. And then uh, I had like my headphone jack just sticking into my pocket. And he was like, what's that plugged into? I'm like, oh, God's sake, it's my phone. So he's like, pull out your phone. So I pull out my phone. And then uh, the guy's like, okay, unlock your phone. And uh, the other one like pulls his shirt up and he's got like a knife sticking in his in his pants. And I, I'm kind of thinking like, do I? Get, I just said like, I can't. Like, I'm sorry. I like, Whoa. mate. I was like, mate, I I can't unlock my phone. Scary stuff, but we're glad he's okay. To watch the entire Harry Styles interview, head to Billboard.com. Certified lover man, trapping out the motherland. Always move right, so my watch is on the other hand. On Saturday, Drake delivered a late-night surprise in the form of not one, but two new songs that touch on fatherhood, his Billboard chart success, and more. And instead of releasing two separate videos, the rapper fused the tracks into one. With When to Say When, Drizzy offers an update on where he's at in his life and career, bragging of bringing a few W's to the six, and shouting out the mother of his son, Adonis. Sort of. Brought a few W's to the six. Baby mama fluke, but I love her for who she is. He then reminds us of his Billboard charts reign. 33 mil, I say that for the rain. 500 weeks, I fill the charts with my pain. Yeah, he knows his chart stats. Drake has been a mainstay on the Hot 100 since his arrival in 2009 with two streaks landing him on the chart for 100 plus weeks each, including one that lasted a record eight uninterrupted years. Truck to the plane to the truck, truck to the hotel lobby. Me, I go through underground garages. And in Chicago freestyle, Drake eases into the kind of love story only a rap star can tell, describing his life on the road while trying to spend quality time with the object of his affection. Dirty baby, won't you meet me by the beam? Too early, maybe later you could show me things. You know what it is whenever I visit. Windy City, she blowing me kisses, no. To stay caught up with Drake plus all of your other favorite artists, you already know. Keep it locked on Billboard.com. Christian uh, Dior, Dior, I'm up in all the stores. When it rains, it pours. 
as pop smoke's death continues to rattle the hip-hop community, one artist is looking to push forward his legacy. On Sunday night, on Instagram, 50 Cent announced his desire to not only finish the late rapper's debut full-length album, but also to executive produce it. And that's a decision that's received the support of Steven Victor, CEO of Victor Victor Worldwide, where pop smoke was signed. If you don't already know, Pop Smoke was shot and killed at a Los Angeles residence last month. Weeks before his death, the 20-year-old Brooklyn star released his new mixtape, Meet the Woo 2, which debuted in the top 10 of the Billboard 200, becoming his first top 10 on the chart. And it looks like 50 is aiming for another chart success by calling on some heavyweight features. Yep. Shortly after his announcement, the rap veteran began his reach-outs, beginning with reigning Hot 100 leader Roddy Rich. In another IG post, he wrote, Tell Roddy Rich I'm looking for him. I need him on Pop album, which shortly after, Rich responded to with a handshake emoji and, quote, say less. 50 also called on both Drake and Chris Brown. For more on this story, head to Billboard.com. I needed to go through the Oscar snub, Super Bowl being, you know, what it is. All of the things that I went through in the last year, in the best way and in the, the toughest ways. Yeah. Kind of being let down, let you go. Oh my God, I don't need that. I'm actually here and I'm okay and I am enough. I don't need this award right here to tell me I'm enough. Yes. I don't need that. Jennifer Lopez sat down with Oprah Winfrey as part of Oprah's 2020 Vision Your Life in Focus tour at the Forum in Los Angeles. Dropping gems of wisdom about aging, loving yourself, and the power of love, JLo also addressed the backlash that she and Shakira received for dressing too sexy, as some described, for their Super Bowl halftime show. It was such a beautiful night, and it was, it was so well-received, like, to listen to, like, the the small faction of people who yeah. thought it was too sexy were trying to do, say something negative. Yeah. It would have been a sin for me to like concentrate on that. that. Yeah. Like, Even take that no. in. That is so good. Jenny from the block also talked about how performing with her daughter, Emmy, at the big game was very emotional. To see her with so much joy be so much in her own power, so young, and all the little girls around me just dancing and, and going off and it was such an amazing feeling. It's hard to describe. Wait, Gary, I have to ask. Did you see the viral video of Oprah falling on stage at that event while talking about balance of all things? Yeah, poor poor Oprah, right? Well, after that spill, she assured fans she's okay by posting a photo on Instagram, icing her bruised leg and laughing off the fact that she's now a meme. Well, glad she's okay. Yeah. All right, the full J-Lo interview aired Wednesday, March 4th as part of WW's Wellness Wednesday series on Oprah's Facebook channel, so you can check it out there. And for more on this story, head to Billboard.com. All right, let's check out what's going on this week on Billboard's charts. BTS dominates as its new album, Map of the Soul 7, launches as the group's fourth number one on the Billboard 200 with the biggest week so far this year for any release. 422,000 equivalent album units in the U.S., according to Nielsen Music MRC data. As for its four number ones, BTS has earned them in just over a year and nine months. The last group to collect four number one albums that quickly? The Beatles, who took just a year and five months between yesterday and today in 1966 and Magical Mystery Tour in 1968. BTS also scores big on the Hot 100 as its new single On soars in at number four. That makes history as it's not only BTS's highest charting Hot 100 hit, it's also the first top five hit ever for a K-pop group. Meanwhile, 
Roddy Rich's The Box is number one on the Hot 100 for an eighth week, and the song's official video, which he co-directed, finally premiered Friday, February 28th, so that should help in its quest to keep going at number one. Seems like he just can't be stopped. Yeah, and the video coming out at this point so deep into its run really could extend things. Might be too soon to say I love you, but you're gonna make me want to. There's more chart history this week, this time for Jimmy Allen, who's Make Me Want To hits number one on Billboard's Country Airplay chart. It does so in its 58th week, completing the longest journey ever to number one on the chart. And as good as that news was for the singer-songwriter, it was just part of an extremely special week for him. On Sunday, his daughter Naomi was born. He told Billboard, quote, Baby and Mama are doing great. March 1st will forever be my favorite day. Talk about never giving up. 58 weeks to get to number one. And gets to celebrate with his new daughter. Yep, totally. If I sell my soul, I'll take it back. I'm slime forever. Give me that. I put bush down on the whole game. We're going to shine together. Looking ahead to next week's Billboard 200, Lil Baby is on course for his first number one as industry forecasters expect his new release, My Turn, to open with over 170,000 units. That would mark not only his first leader on the chart, but also his biggest weekly unit total so far. Plus, Bad Bunny is headed for a landmark debut at number two on the Billboard 200 with his new album, YHLQMDLG. Forecasters suggest that the set could start with between 125 and 145,000 units, claiming the biggest week for a Latin album in terms of units earned since Billboard began tracking titles by that metric in December 2014. So if you've got all those letters, George, do you know what that stands for, that album title? I actually do. It means, yo hago lo que me da la gana, which basically translates to, I do whatever I want. Just like you, George. Yeah, basically. As always, for the reveal of the Billboard 200's Top 10, check out Billboard.com this Sunday. And to find out the Top 10 on the Hot 100, come back Monday. That's all we've got for you this week. I'm Jordan Rowling. I'm Gary Trust. See ya. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.